are meant to call from out of the past stories, strange and weird. Tales of mystery and terror by radio's masters of the macabre. Stories of the supernatural, the supernormal, dramatized by fantasy, the mystery, the unknown. We tell you this frankly. So if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these magnetic plays, we urge you profoundly seriously to turn off your radio Welcome back to The Horror. Thanks for joining me this Saturday. We're going to hear from the Hall of Fantasy this week, a series that originated over station KALL in Salt Lake City, Utah in 1946, aired there until 1947, returned to radio in 1949 over WGN in Chicago, and aired there until 1953. Our story today is from March 30th, 1953. It's titled, The Beast with Red Eyes. party given by a mutual friend of ours. Dr. Cecilius, here's a gentleman who'd like to meet you. I'm honored. The honor is mine, Dr. Cecilius. Uh, thank you, Mary. Well, you two chat together for a while. I'll get back to my other guests. Elizabeth, Pierce. I'm very interested in some writing of yours, Dr. Cecilius, especially in the term metaphysical medicine. I read them a few years ago. And I hope they didn't bore you. Quite the contrary. Just a few days ago, I thought of the subject again, and I searched everywhere for my copy of the book, but I couldn't find it. I uh, understand that it's out of print. Yes, quite true, Mr. Jennings. I'm interested in the cause of a certain phenomenon that I have witnessed. I thought perhaps your book might help me. Hmm, If you still care to possess a copy, I should be glad to provide you with one. As any author, I still have two or three rounds. Thank heaven you're able to help me. I'd almost given up hope. Hope of what, Mr. Jennings? Perhaps... In a while, I may be able to tell you, but not until then. Dr. Hesenius, it's a tale so strange and unusual that you'll say it's fantastic, but believe me, it's the truth. About the end, it's about the eleven. Everyone left except Mr. Jennings, our hostess, Mary Crandall, and myself. I don't know what it was that made me stay later than I had intended. Perhaps it was the way that Mr. Jennings acted. At any rate, I had gone into the library to see if perhaps Mary might have a copy of my book. I heard a strange sound that I couldn't place. I turned around and caught a glimpse of two burning red lights that stood about two feet off the ground. They moved with a strange hopping movement and then suddenly disappeared out in the hallway. <coughs> Mary, is that you? Stay away from me. Don't run from me, Mary. Don't come any closer to me. Your throat is so lovely. Take your hands away from my throat. No, Mary. I'm going to kill you, Mr. Jennings. Take your hands away from the throat, Mr. Jennings. I, I don't know what came over me. You're right, Mary. Yes, Dr. Cecilia. What you trying to do, Mr. Jennings? Why were you trying to kill her? Kill her, Doctor. I was trying to destroy him. What, Mr. Jennings? <laughs> you 
You wouldn't believe me, Doctor. No, you would never believe me. Mary and I watched him as he left the house. He slipped his card into my hand just before leaving me, and mechanically I put it into my pocket. I was convinced that Robert Jennings was suffering from some strange malady. Your Mr. Jennings is a dangerous man, Mary. Well, actually, he's a very good man. He tried to kill you this evening. You call that being good? No. The look on his face, it, it wasn't him. It seemed to be someone else. Mr. Jennings is not married, is he? No. He's been writing that as he was. But for two or three years, perhaps he has not gone on with his work. The book was upon some other unusual subject, perhaps. Supernatural phenomena, is that correct? Yes, he was writing a book. I don't know what the subject matter was, but... Suddenly, he stopped writing. Say one more fact now. His mother and his father, did you know them? Yes, both. His father died about ten years ago. Our family knew them quite well. And either his mother or his father. I should think his father saw, how should I say it, a poltergeist, an apparition, a ghost. Isn't that correct? Yes. How did you know? Something he said concerning metaphysical medicine. It was his father. He was a strange man who used to bore my father about his dreams. One day he told my father a story about a ghost he'd seen and talked with. I, I remember it particularly because I was so afraid of him. He told the story a short time before he died. I was still quite young then. The words he used have always remained with me. Words he used to... Describe the apparition? Yes. He called it the beast with red eyes. The following day, I went to call on Mr. Jennings, carrying with me the little book he had asked for. Yes? What can I do for you? I should like to see Mr. Jennings. I'm sorry, sir. He's engaged with another gentleman just now. Mm, I see. Uh, will you tell him that uh, doctor has serious calls? Oh, uh, just a moment, sir. Uh, Mr. Jennings left word that if you called, you should be shown in. He wants very much to see you. If you just come with me. Thank you. If you just wait here in his study, sir, I'll let him know you're here. I noticed an open book on his desk. I couldn't help but go over to look at it. My eye fell upon the sentence underlined in red. There are with every man at least two evil spirits. And then I heard a strange sound again. I looked up and over in the corner of the shadows I saw those two dancing dots of luminescence. Then suddenly something ran close to the floor out of the room. And in the hallway... We'll return to the tale of The Beast with Red Eyes in just a moment.
servant had shown me into the study. For a moment, I'd imagined I'd seen something over in the corner of the room. Then it had run along the floor and out into the hallway. It was then that Jennings screamed. Mr. Jennings, what is the matter? What happened, sir? I saw it. I saw it again. What did you see, Mr. Jennings? Uh, you may go now, Stanley. Uh, yes, sir. Come, Dr. Silius. We'll go back to the study. I asked you what it was you saw, Mr. Jennings. Don't worry, Dr. Silius. I'll tell you before very long. I brought my book. It's there on your desk. Thank you, Doctor. By any chance, did you read part of the book I left open on the desk? I happened to glance at it, yes. I see. And what did you think? I had no time to think, my dear sir. I thought I saw something in here. Saw something? What? I'm not really not too sure. I looked over at the corner of the room over there, and I saw two luminescent red spots. The dark in here, you know, when I saw, or imagined I saw some little animal scurrying along the floor out to the hallway. And then you scream. And you have had your first glimpse of it. What, Mr. Jennings? The beast with red eyes. The beast with red eyes. Yes. Spawn of the devil. Are you the only one who's seen this apparition, Mr. Jennings? No. No, my father saw it, too. How did your father die? I don't know, Doctor. I was downstairs when it happened. I heard him scream, and when I got upstairs, he was dead. I see. And his eyes. I shall never forget his eyes that night. They were like the eyes of the animal I see. Like a burning red fire. Tell me about it, Mr. Jennings. Tell me everything. Well, it's a rather long narrative, Doctor. Please be seated. Thank you. About four years ago... I began a book for which I had done research for many years. It was upon the supernatural phenomena inculcated into the beliefs of the ancients. Yes, wide and very interesting field. Yes, yes, but not good for the mind. I wrote a great deal, seeming always to write better late at night. I was always thinking about the subject. I used to sit up very late, and it became a habit with me to sip my tea, green tea, every now and then as the work progressed. One day, I met a man... A man who had some rare old books, German editions, and medieval Latin. I asked him if I might be allowed to read them. I certainly had Jenny. You could have the full use of the Bible. But be careful of them, for there is the touch of death about them. One night I had stayed at his house very late. And when I went out into the street, I found that I could find no cab. So I took the omnibus, which used to drive past this house. driver, I was the only passenger. It was quite late and quite dark. I leaned back in my seat, thinking about what I had read. The interior of the omnibus was very shadowy. At the end, next to the horses, I seemed to see two small circular reflections of a, a reddish light. They were about two inches apart. I didn't know what they were. In another minute, it became rather frightening. For those two luminous points with a sudden jerk descended near the floor. And then they rose to the level of the seat on which I was sitting. And then suddenly, they disappeared. My curiosity was aroused, and I moved forward, keeping my eyes upon those two red lights which had now reappeared. The coachman, seeing that I was acting strangely, asked me, Anything wrong, sir? Uh, no, no, nothing at all. Get out! Get out I began now to perceive something black. And I soon saw the outline of a small monkey, pushing its face forward in mimicry to meet mine. 
Had lights were its eyes, and I saw its teeth grinning at me. I took my cane at it. I swear that I'm telling you the truth. My cane went up to it and threw it. As I looked, it made a little skip back into a corner. I was afraid. Terribly afraid. Are you sure there ain't nothing wrong, sir? Driver, I want to get off here. But this ain't where you... I don't care. I want to get off now. All right, sir.
our story featuring Carl Grayson and Richard Thorne entitled The Beast with Red Eyes. The tale that Robert Jennings told me sounded fantastic. As he spoke, the dreadful sincerity of his words made me believe that he was telling the truth, telling me a tale so macabre and horrible that even I was frightened. Mr. Jennings, what happened then? <laughs> I'm afraid I lost consciousness, Doctor. Stanley, my servant, found me lying on the floor in here. And the beast was gone? Yes, it was gone. But it returns. And each time its presence grows more fearsome in aspect. And each time it comes closer to me. The story you tell is fantastic. Fantastic it may be, but it's true just the same. That little beast is driven me almost insane. When does the creature appear? At any time it so desires, Dr. Seas. Generally when I'm alone. And there are also times when it disappears for a while. How long is it gone? Mm, anywhere from two days to two weeks. Tell me, Mr. Jennings. Sit here in this room just now? No, no, not in here. I saw it in the hallway before we came in here, however. Is it returned accompanied by any strange uh, manifestation? No, no, nothing. It's simply with me again. I'm lifting my eyes from a book or turning my head, I see it. Watching me. Have you told anyone else about this? No, no one. It is just as well. Its power of action is increasing, especially when I try to rest. It torments me while I lay in my bed at night. It drives me to do things. Last night, when I tried to hurt Mary, it was the beast who drove me to that. I heard it screaming, and its scream said, Kill her! Kill her! Had you not been there, I'm afraid I would. My niece, I almost killed her, too. How? Well, we'd gone out for a walk. Our path happened to lie near a coal mine. At the verge of the wood, there's a perpendicular shaft. They say 150 feet deep. My niece and I came to the edge of the shaft. You look so strangely, Uncle Robert. It is nothing. You act as if you see something down there. What is it? Nothing, my dear. Nothing at all. Do you hear anything? No. It's so deep down there. <laughs> so Too late. 
the morning and his eyes would fasten on some object in the room, I would follow his gaze, yet I could see nothing. Little by little, he fell off to sleep. I sat by his side for an hour and nothing occurred. The servant, Stanley, who had gone back downstairs, now returned. Doctor, would you come downstairs for a moment? What is the matter? I can't explain it, sir. But I saw something downstairs. Then, by our means, I shall go downstairs. What did you see? I can't be sure. It seemed like a small animal. Uh, tell me exactly what happened. Well, sir, first I heard some little noises. I looked up from what I was doing and saw a little animal in the corner of the room. A little black thing with two burning eyes of fire. Hmm? Where did you see it? It was in this room, sir. That's the sound, sir. That's the noise I heard. It seems to come from the study. We better take a look. Yes, doctor. Have you ever heard these noises before? No, sir. This is the first time. Hmm. Doesn't seem to be anything in this room. I, I can't understand it, sir. The sound came from here. Yes, I know. I heard it too. But there doesn't seem to be a... What's that? The fool I've been. This was just a trick to get us down here. It sounded like Mr. Kenny. It was. should never have came. I should never have come down here. What did you say? Reach with red eyes, of course. I'll never forgive myself for this. Mr. Kenny! You may not be able to enter him, Stanley. Why not? Here's the room. You know, we're too late in just a moment. He's still in bed, sir. Yes. But he's dead. What? That's right. His eyes, sir. Look at his eyes. Why, what do you see? His eyes. They're so red, sir. Like blazing coals of fire. They look just like the eyes of that animal I saw. That is all I can tell you about it, sir. This is what happened. Jennings could have been insane. But I know that is not the case. This is why I told you about it. You see, since Jennings died, I too have seen the apparition become my constant companion. I am afraid that I shall be the next victim of the beast with red eyes. That's the horror for this week. Hope you enjoyed today's story. You can find more from the Hall of Fantasy at relicradio.com. More from the horror... All the other Relic Radio podcasts and our Shoutcast stream. Lots to listen to, all for free, thanks to your support. If you'd like to help out, visit donate.relicradio.com or click on one of the links on the website. Thanks to those who have helped out. Thanks for joining me this week. I'll be back tomorrow with another story on Strange Tales and next Saturday with another episode of The Horror.